Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Randwin Parked, the show going over the world of used cars for sale on the internet with myself, Go Dodger, Kurt J. Mac, and ZK. Hello. Hello. Holy, they are getting so good at this. I'm so proud. <laughs> this week, we're going to go straight into the ads, as uh, I don't think any of us have any particularly interesting stories to go over, unless I'm mistaken. Perhaps somebody else has no. done something. Unless you want to hear about how to catch some cats who escaped, I don't think that's the topic of the podcast. Yeah, very, very different show. <laughs> and just the idea of what names you could give a show about catching cats sounds um, entertaining. Mm. Mm. All right. Random Parked. I don't know. That's kind of the theme of the show on occasion. And uh, I think I'll just go ahead and go in a normal order this week. Because we're normal. You know what else is normal around this show? <laughs> RX-7s. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like uh, a recurring theme, the RX-7. Uh, especially that first gen of RX-7. And uh, I, I drummed up this week a 1986 RX-7 for sale. $100 OBO. It, it's got 99,000 miles on it. It's been in the woods for a while. It ran and drove when I parked it back here around 20 years ago. <laughs> we'll need to be towed. years ago. Exclamation point, emoji, exclamation point, emoji, exclamation point, emoji. <laughs> it's the, the, you, you, there's uh, another example of the fertilizer. That is true. Apparently, parked. Apex seals are very good fertilizer. <laughs> I can't even see the front half of the car. It's it's buried. 20 years. How do you even when remember if it ran 20 years ago? <laughs> right, yeah. Well, that's 1999. Am I doing my math right? Oh god, you just you just gave me the EBGDs. <laughs> <laughs> In my yep. mind, 20 years ago, that was the 80s, right? <laughs> <laughs> they saw the matrix and parked it in the field or in the woods. <laughs> Um, I mean, just to have the, the audacity to say that your 1986 RX-7 ran when parked was, was one thing. To say it ran 20 years ago is another. And I'm, I, well, I could be wrong, but I don't, is this, this can't be an 86, because I think the 85 was the last year of the, the first gen body style. I Not so that was... I was doing research when right. I was looking up the, mm -hmm. you know, when the, the, the fuel injected engine came into play, but. It's one of those well, weird, um. Half year ones, isn't it? Like there was an eighty five point five, and then eighty six was the actual first year of the FC. I think, maybe, maybe. But obviously, their memory's not that good because there's no way this thing ran twenty years ago. No, there's no way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I, and just that's one of those things that always cracks me up. Is like, oh, it ran when parked, but I you know I've just been sitting for twenty years. So you're telling me. You just put it out in the field for no reason. <laughs> just uh, just forgot about it. Yeah, just, oh, man, totally forgot about that RX-7. Let's go out there and see if it's still there. I'm sure it's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, and these things are, are rusty little buggers, so I'm sure it's it's more than not running now. Yeah, you can't see the tires or yeah. the wheel. Like the, It looks like the dirt is up to the bottom of the car. Easily, yep. I suppose for a hundred dollars, if you had one and you needed some like glass or like 
yeah, depression, I could, an interior bit maybe that that would be reasonable, and then just junk the rest. Yeah. It's... Not not a good passenger side taillight though. No, I mean no, unfortunately yeah. I try not to choose any ads that only have one picture, but in this case they posted this same picture twice, <laughs> so <laughs> there wasn't much more to offer here. Um, but uh, this is one that that really uh, struck a chord with me just just to have the gumption to say ran when parked to a twenty year old rotary sitting car, <laughs> thirty year old rotary. Well, 20 years of sitting there. <laughs> to better. their memory. Right, to their memory. Could have could have blown up in 1989, for all we know. <laughs> um, also, in Ranwin Parked, I have a confession. Gasp! Gasp. <laughs> Everybody already knows. <laughs> but if you don't... Well, it's happened again. One of us on the show has purchased a vehicle. However, this time it's not really from the show, but it is the first actual Ranwin Parked purchase. I have purchased myself a ramp truck that Ranwin Parked. I, as you all know, have been searching for a ramp truck for a while now, and when I saw this one come up, I fell in love with it, had to have it, and uh, it had quite an adventure to get uh, to where it is now, and I guess I should show it off. And so here we are, outside of the ramp truck. This is a 1967 Ford F-250. It's a Ford F-250, which isn't probably the, the top pick out there for a ramp truck, but it was perfect for me because that means it is really small for a ramp truck. It is actually quite a bit shorter than any other one that I had looked at. It is also a Ford. Sorry, Dad, I guess. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I went out and looked at this thing in South Carolina and had intentions of probably driving it back to Florida. However, uh, I came to realize that that was not going to happen. And through a very long story that I'm not going to go into today, I'm going to do an actual video about the ramp truck. Here it is in all of its glory. So the guy put it on Facebook Marketplace with no price and whenever I see things with no price I just get a little, you know, I don't know, a little turned off by it. I'm not I'm not terribly interested in it because this, when it has no price on it that generally means that they want a lot of money for it. And I watched it for about a week and, and just kinda kept it, you know, saved and kept looking at the ad and thinking I really want that truck but uh, eventually I came around to message and I just, I just messaged with, hey, can I get a phone number? I want to talk to you. And that is, just to be clear, that is not how I operate. I don't enjoy doing that. So I really wanted it. Um, so I give the guy a call and instantly I realize, you know, the kind of very Southern man that I was, I was dealing with with the thing. And through that, through those discussions, Basically, this guy was like, hey, if you really want this thing and you want to come look at it, you should come look at it. I have so many messages, I can't even log into Facebook because I have so many messages, it, it just overwhelms me. So I was like, hey, I, I am very far away. It's kind of unlikely that I'm going to be able to, you know, get this thing, but uh, I really do want the truck. I have money in hand. Um, I 
did not have money in hand. Um, and I, <laughs> I want to come look at it. So he was adamant about holding it for me. So he held it for sale for a week before I could even look at it. And I don't know why he did that. I guess he was just tired of, of getting ads, you know, or getting people messaging and not calling and wanting to kick tires and that kind of stuff. I was just kind of straightforward with them, and I think it uh, was advantageous because I bought this thing for $3,000, and he helped us ship it down here. Under the hood, we have a 352 FE. We think that's what would have come with the truck originally. Uh, he claimed it was a 390. However, if you know anything about FE Fords, which is basically an early big block Ford, or some call them medium block Fords, either way, they all look the same. You can't tell a 351 from a 360 from a 390. <laughs> there are ways to find out, but I just assume it's a 352, and if it's not, we'll be pleasantly surprised someday. It's got some little things done to it here or there, like someone put some headers on it, someone put an Edelbrock carb on there. He had the air cleaner and he ran it over in his garage, I think is what he said, so it was ruined. He had it for about two years, never used it. He got it on a trade, had no purpose for it, and uh, just decided it was time to clear the fleet. So, here we go. This is, uh, this is now my project ramp truck. One of the things I was really into was the bed, because it is a, a low bed. Originally, this bed would have had an open center, so the center channel would have been completely open. It has been filled in, but these low beds have these wheel arches, which is, you know, a little bit of an annoying thing, because you gotta roll the car over them. However, it means that the bed sits much lower to the ground to start with. It also has with it these solid ramps. Let's see if I have the muscle. Solid ramps instead of, uh, you know, ridged ones. So that's a plus. Have I gotten the car on there yet? No, I have not, but I've measured it. It seems like it'll work. And if it needs some modification to work, we'll make it happen. But I think it's gonna be really good. I love that it's a 250. I love that it's short. I like that the wheelbase is pretty short. Um, it should be, you know, a good little truck for us. It's got some rust. It's got the patina. Holy cow, the patina on this thing would make any hipster just go nuts. And I can't wait. I can't wait to get rid of it all. <laughs> Look at this. Tell me this isn't cool. Obviously, this thing was used by some racing teams in the day. That's freaking cool. This was 1994. Oh, there's some other things in here too. This was a little bit later. Don Nelson trucking. We haul. Well, I haven't really uh, dug through everything in there, but I'll definitely do that at a later date. Still has the original radio like bracket in there, so I'm gonna just throw that back in there. Obviously they took their head unit out, but I think that's like an original radio. So I'm going to put a leather cap dash on it. It's got visors full. Look at the size of that visor. Kurt, I think the size of that visor is wider than your car. I'm fairly certain of it. It is a four-speed manual. However, it's really a three-speed manual and a first-gear granny gear, as they call them. I'm, uh, I'm still definitely learning the process of driving it. But uh, there you have it. Ran when parked. And it actually does run, mostly. <laughs>
I'll tell you, it's really hard to transport a ramp truck. <laughs> mm. uh, that was that was probably the biggest endeavor in the whole thing is, yeah, there's not a ramp truck to haul a ramp truck out there. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, uh, I think you'd break the universe if you did that. Well, that's very neat. I like the 60s. To have a, a 60s car is on my list. All right. Kurt, what you got? Carrying over the theme from last uh, episode's shorty, uh, best best in show <laughs> ad. Might I uh, say, winning with 83% of the vote, by the <laughs> way. <laughs> easily, just too I easy. I voted for Kurt's ad. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> uh, what we have here is uh, four. Four Volkswagens, uh, three, three buses, and one bug. For one price, and and also I think in the last episode, Cone mentioned that uh, Volkswagens tend to multiply in your yard. Yep, uh, they're like potato chips. Can't just have one. Oh, uh, I thought they multiplied. That's have... <laughs> like yeah, I'm, gonna go, I'm gonna go plant a potato chip. <laughs> uh, apparently, a, a '78 Riviera pop top, which had an engine fire. Uh, <laughs> And a 72 Westie, 73 Bug. Uh, that that's only three. I don't know what the fourth one is, but uh, but yeah, we have a just a a yard full of of Volkswagen vans. I wish I had stopped to take a picture because on the venture to get the ramp truck, we passed a VW yard. And when I say <laughs> a VW yard, what I mean is somebody that had one and became a dozen. And there was Carmen Gears, there was bugs, there was campers, there was things. And it's just, yeah, it's it's an infection. Oh, wait, there's a gear in the background, isn't there? That blue. Uh, oh, is that? Yeah. Well, yeah. Might be. Might yeah, be. Is it? I mean, it wouldn't be anything else, right? <laughs> True. Yeah, this guy obviously. <laughs> oh, what a picture. Yes. I don't think I've ever seen this angle before. No. <laughs> that looks. Uh, the pop up top. Cozy. Yeah, the inside. Sure. Cozy and <laughs> and and humid. It yeah. seems like humid. I it's got the uh, S13 seat fabric. Oh yeah, the tweed, <laughs> <laughs> the burlap. Oh man, this must have been the one with the engine fire. You can see these scorch marks behind the rear real wheel well. Now that's some patina. That is that is some high temperature patina. <laughs> I like that you can see on the front of it, somebody, it had like a spare wheel in the front. Somebody painted the spare wheel at some point <laughs> and the overspray went through the holes and painted the front of the bus. Why would you paint it on the, whatever? Why not, right? <laughs> Why not? Wait, did this bug also catch fire? <laughs> Could be. Looks like it. Maybe. Yeah, so somewhere in all this, you might be able to create a complete. Maybe. Maybe. I have it's my doubts, highly to be dubious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, just that. this is this is one of those pictures you can smell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is this box on the side? Like, what? What purpose uh, does it, it like serve? Pull out counter thing sometimes. Yeah, I think I don't... maybe like the back that thing flops down, and it could be some sort of kitchenette workspace. I don't know what pulls out of the long door on the left, other than maybe a table that then flops out. 
Hmm. Yeah, that's that's my only guess. No, I want more. Give me more pictures. Yeah, there's for all that there exists, they they didn't provide many pictures. I mean, they're VWs. Once you've seen one, you've seen them all. True. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly because they're all in one property. <laughs> <laughs> all like have bricks or something on the wheels, mm -hmm. so they don't roll off and escape. Hey, a cousin and a cone. Yep. So yeah. Oh, you, you see go. the pile of. Wheel stops in the <laughs> yeah. back there. Just a pile of emergency <laughs> brakes back here. <laughs> and these can all be yours. Yep. I mean, there's already one in the yard. It's, it's got to happen, right? There's got to be more. It's going to get lonely. <laughs> you can't just have one cat. No, we can. I looked at my cat. And can't, <laughs> yeah. We can't have only <laughs> one cat. <laughs> you've, you've, you've proved that to be a possibility. <laughs> oh, VWs. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if it's part of the culture or part of the vehicles. Like is it part of just the way the vehicles are that they happen to be in groups or is it I think part it's because like... they're all all like the same mechanically? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, nobody sells VW parts. Everybody just sells an entire parts car. Right. That's how you end up with so many shells. ZK Do we do you need to tell us something? <laughs> <laughs> this is a 1979 Ford Hearse. There's um just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> just flip through the pictures. Ah. And a 1982 Mercury Hearse. And a 1982 Mercedes Limo. All for the sale from the same guy in the same yard. Like I was just scrolling through and I was like that yard looked the same as that other one and yeah this guy is selling two hearses oh. and a limo that obviously haven't run since i don't know it's been a, they, these look like they've been sitting <laughs> for 10 years oh i love it oh wait oh like, maybe the, yeah the tube television yeah <laughs> look at that remote <laughs> oh man that's that's cool but it, and but not every day you can get a whole like procession package it's true. For those double funerals. <laughs> what is this? I've That's never the TV understood antenna. these. It's a TV antenna. Is that what they are? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was... Oh, I always thought that was just like some kind of visual fad of the limo. Like <laughs> no. this little <laughs> micro, oh. tiny little wing was part of what made a limo a limo. And today I learned what that actually is i haven't seen one of those in forever though but yeah you're right now i'm like remembering a lot of limos had that mm -hmm. sometimes it was on the top though wasn't it oh yeah 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 but right there in the trunk oh that's just <laughs> yeah and these are all in these have been like sitting in this field for at least 15 years i would say and, and they all have a smell to them yeah oh yeah i don't want to know about it the the old yeah. embalming fluid smell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it turns out those vinyl tops not so great for the metal either. Yeah, they're, they're that's one of the things that get me with this thing is that they're always built so bad. Oh yeah, but yet uh, yeah, I mean they're not meant to go long distances or whatever. It's just a. Mm -hmm. But they're but they're. 
so desirable by a certain person <laughs> like there is just there's just there is a there is a gene that floats through our human dna that is like you're a hearse person <laughs> and and a few cans of rattle paint black and mm -hmm. you know a couple stencils yeah i make a good demolition derby car i would imagine so yeah. Oh, that's what this is. This is the Wreckfest starter pack. <laughs> <laughs> this car used to belong to Big Shot Houston lawyer Percy Foreman. Google his name if you want to know more about him. Man, what a what a lawyer name. Percy Foreman. <laughs> Esquire. <laughs> I wonder if the TV works. Probably the only thing that does work. Yeah, that's I I that is a I'm like imagining like some sort of movie where this is like Nixon is getting his news on this television in the limo. <laughs> and like the, the way they lengthen these things and the way that these are made is some of the sketchiest automobile stuff that happens. <laughs> yeah. Second to maybe like motorhomes. Yep. That's, that's a good, a good class of vehicle there. The limo motorhome conversion stuff is, it's one of those things that just like flies under the radar of like, no, this is fine. It's a limo. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. What do you mean it's going to fold in half when it hits something? No, it's fine. It's a limo. <laughs> but yeah, all the all the titles are missing as well. So certainly not somebody who purchases with intent to use or. <laughs> right. Yeah. How do they, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how these things happen. I don't understand. I don't understand how titles go missing from cars so much is basically what I'm getting at. Like, I just don't understand how... Do they just get lost? Do people just not care and they just tote it somewhere? I just don't understand how that happens. It's a piece well, of paper. Well, how I'm in look... I keep turning over the house looking for a specific title, then, yeah, you can lose them. I guess. Hold on your <laughs> titles, people, please. Yes. I'm somewhere secure. I mean, most of them are electronic anymore. Like you, you, if you lose it, you can literally just go down and get another one printed. Unless you never register it in your name. Register the vehicles in your name, people. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even get my ramp truck home when I did that. <laughs> oh, man. Stop making that mistake and make these mistakes instead. Segway. Oh boy, this is uh this is a little a little out there. A little little a little different than our normal cars. I this was probably the most expensive vehicle that's ever been on. <laughs> this is a 2012 Audi TTRS Quattro Coupe. And this is a mistake that I would make and it is what I'm proclaiming to be the last car ever made that I will own. Big if true. Like the newest car ever made that right. you know? <laughs> Yep. This is the, yeah, was... the last car made, as in the newest car I ever hope to own. 2012. Some of you know I own a 08 regular TT. Uh, later on, they produced this, the TTRS, and it is the last one ever made with three pedals. So it is a manual transmission. But it is also an incredibly 
speedy automobile. Whereas mine is just like a regular, you know, it's a VR6, but it's not very fast. Uh, these included the five-cylinder turbo that the new TTRS has, but this was the only year they made a manual one, and they only made them for one single year, which is something they just like to seem to do. Pretty hard to find. I still really love this body style, and I've now owned a VR6. I feel like adding a five-cylinder car to the fleet is just only makes sense to be equally weird. And despite what ZK will tell me, I think this is <laughs> one of the last cool cars made in my genre of car. Yeah, the whole time I'm thinking here, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> um, what kept like, me they're away... They're cool. But I, I, I don't want to, like, have to live with it. Yeah, that's fine. It'd be fun while it worked. <laughs> Side subject time. We're going to go off the rails a little bit here. Something that was brought up on Discord recently. White cars. Mm. I need your hot takes right now. White cars. Kurt. No, thanks. CK. <laughs> some, some cars look good, but no, no thanks. Some cars, yeah. It depends on the car. Cone. <laughs> Love them. White cars are the best. <laughs> I think I'm like the only person I've ever met that truly loves white cars. <laughs> and I don't know... Uh, I don't know why it, there's so much hate. It, it really depends on the model. Like... Like a white... <laughs> like pain, a white Corolla, not that special. Um, but like Okay, but the, neither is a blue Corolla. I would rather a blue Corolla. Why? It's still a Corolla. So? At least it has some <laughs> color and is beyond the grayscale that you see on modern highways. I'd rather have a bright green Corolla. I guess I'm just not that into standing out at all. Like, I would never own a yellow car. Preposterous. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I own a red car, but it's like a dark red. and I don't know, I'm, just, I'm not that into being in something that that is really eye-grabbing. And maybe that's why I like these cars so much, because they are visually pretty boring. Like, they kind of blend in. They, they're not super exciting looking. And I think maybe that's possibly what I like about the white cars, too. But I think the white goes well sort of in this situation where there's a lot of black off, like... Uh, Accent colors. Like? Accents, yeah, yeah. As opposed to there's a lot of, like cars that are white that have like chrome trim the white the chrome on white is yeah. a really weird and like not I, good contrasty this you know the white with black reminds me of like space shuttles or something so that's maybe where i'll give it a pass uh i want to own a space shuttle <laughs> space shuttle because <laughs> like the uh julia in white is really stunning um wow i don't think i've ever heard you use that word before julia um, <laughs> how dare uh, you can't use that word on youtube <laughs> <laughs> the because the abarth is good because it's got the black taillights and headlights but it's also like, like the chrome white too right uh the abarth is pretty pure white really slags is like yeah. egg white mm, maybe his is slightly different i don't know but like, th there are versions of it with a chrome headlight surrounds, and I think it just looks awful. 
but with the black headlights around, it looks a lot better in my opinion. Because hmm. I and then I have hundred percent on the black headlights like, around on the on the Fiat. Yeah, I don't. You're it. crazy. Well, that's true. Because <laughs> <laughs> the cappuccino's white, like completely. Well, it's kind of like a pearl white. Yeah, but as is this. I this think is it's fine. Pearl white. But then again, I also have the bright yellow focus, so. I like being able to find it in a parking lot. Couldn't tell if that was a person in the scene or not. <laughs> <laughs> it's always fun. Oh, by the way, I'm selling this car you're driving. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> it's white. Boring white color. Uh, I would even own a Viper in white. Did they make them in white? I, sure I don't did. know that I've ever seen a white Viper. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's why. Maybe it's because, like, a white Viper. <laughs> but I don't know. I like white cars, and I cannot hmm. lie. I also like black cars. I like I like reds. I like dark blues and dark greens. But I just it's always one of those things that comes up quite often of like, oh, I like that car, but why white? <laughs> <laughs> just give me skittle colored cars. You and your what is your car's color? Tangerine something or tangerine scream? Tangerine scream. Yes. If only the car was ex as exciting as the name. Wow! Wow! <laughs> Uh, who would own a yellow car? <laughs> I know. Who would own a yellow car? Uh, I'd make that mistake. I made this mistake. Almost literally. This is a 76, not a 77, but a 76 Toyota Corolla. Going for $2,500. This one's uh, got cool hubcaps, though. This one's got cool hubcaps. It has the four speed. Not that the five speed gives you any more speed. Um, Yours is the five speed? Yeah. Oh, I didn't remember that. <laughs> did you never use the fifth speed, I guess? I probably did, but it probably <laughs> felt like I was still in second in a normal car. <laughs> right, yeah, no, there is not much of a gap between fourth and fifth. It's, uh, there's not much gap between any gear. It's like first, eh, second, eh, third. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's... Uh, I've. Well, obviously, you own a car, you end up noticing that car more and more often, but I've been seeing a few of these pop up thumb. here and there. Thumb! You got your <laughs> thumb in your eye. Uh, I'm always surprised at how, like, one model year, the 76 to the 77, how the whole hood line and, and grill is completely different. Yeah, I really prefer yours. Yes, this, it, this is weird. <laughs> offset hood vent. Yeah, that's kind of Yeah, neat. I got dual hood vents. This one's got only one. Ooh, they really stepped it up for the next model. Yeah, they did. <laughs> um, this one, not as great a body. Obviously, you can see a lot of rust in the corners. Yeah, uh, the interior is pretty bad. <laughs> interior, I, I remember what your car smells like all of a sudden. <laughs> mm. This one has no, that doesn't have carpeting. It's got like a rubber yep. mat interior, which is real classy. <laughs> Dash um, looks as good. Yeah, mine looks a little bit better, but yeah, it's about the same. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of that foam that like expands and cracks and hardens. Overall, yours is a much nicer shape than this. Yes, yes, and yes, yes, very much how so. How much did you pay for yours? Um, more than this, slightly, but not much more than this. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, there was even one noticed a a a, a Japanese a right hand drive one that showed up on Bring a Trailer. It was a four door. Uh, and he listed it with a reserve, and it did not meet the reserve, uh, which was surprising. 
uh, yeah. that they would even list it with a reserve. Uh, yeah, that, and I don't know, I just don't know, as much as I like the car, I don't know that there's a huge draw for these yet, or if there yeah. ever will be. Yet, you say? So it's an investment piece. No, no car is an investment. The only, the only <laughs> no. investment a car is is an investment in self-torture. Um, <laughs> but I just don't know. They're always going to be basically the car that you wanted, which is something that's neat, but not so cool that you can't afford it. And it's just like it's a little time capsule, but they're not right. sporty. They they frankly can't keep up in modern roads unless you do something to them. And especially in some model years, not the prettiest things in the world. <laughs> no, yeah, this one. Ooh. Yeah, that, that front is very dopey. <laughs> very dopey. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I'll take that emblem off. I think that would fit my new grill. But. Uh, but yeah, it it I mean they're really big like we've talked about in Asia and like Thailand and the Philippines and stuff like yeah, that. There's especially like the islands. a lot of they seem to be really right, popular. Yeah. A lot of which tuner, I mean uh vibes and probably stuff makes for that. sense cuz there's no highways. No highways and there's no there's no like alternative. There's True. no like muscle car, you right. know, scene or, or anything like that that people pick up on. So this is the easy to do an engine swap sort of quote-unquote muscle car that they can get their hands on. But yeah, I just thought it was this it's almost a carbon copy of mine if not for the dopey front and not not as as good condition. Right. Uh yeah, I don't know. I I I've, I've certainly grown to appreciate these through like experiencing yours and whatnot, but I appreciate them as they are. I don't want them to become the I don't want these to be a $5,000 $10,000 car. Because then, to me, they they're not they're not getting the smiles per gallon that they should. <laughs> the smiles per gallon at four thousand dollars, at three thousand dollars, somewhere in that range, pretty good smiles per gallon. <laughs> four thousand, maybe just a little. <laughs> massage the market. A These little are bit. definitely oh. worth seventy five hundred dollars. <laughs> oh man, I mean, I think the same thing about Z's. Like, I love the two forty Z. Great car, amazing car. It's not you're not gonna get ten thousand dollars out of one though. You're not gonna have ten thousand dollars worth of fun out of one in 2019. You have to put another ten thousand dollars into the thing to modernize it to make it, you know, fun to drive anymore. In my opinion. Just wait until I'm trying to drive a 1967 Ford F250 ramp truck on the roads to really <laughs> show you the experience of like you gotta be, you gotta be a special kind of messed up to, to enjoy driving old vehicles on modern roads. Raises hand. Yeah, I mean, just <laughs> in the little that I drove the cappuccino, it's like, all right, we're about to, you know, strap on the helmet, get those belts tight, we're about to start the Indianapolis 500. We have to get through this roundabout. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's an experience. It's not for everybody, but. If it's for you, I think something like this is a better value than something like a Z or a Celica. That those things are stupid expensive. Yeah. And now for ZK to have some 900 horsepower car. <laughs> nope. Ah, nope. <laughs> <laughs> this is a 1985 Toyota MR2, um, first gen, so AW11. Not, not just a first gen, but a um, 
Mark 1A. I don't know that much about MR2s, but okay. <laughs> um, this is probably the cheapest one I've seen in a long time that looks to be in drivable condition. And has quarters. Like, it has it has wheel wells. <laughs> yeah, it's not rusted to hell, and it probably... it Seller says it drives fine. I think he's... Yeah, the AC even works, which is amazing. Lies. <laughs> the headlights go up and down. Hey, mine has um, the same leak. Engine has a small oil leak by the distributor. Yep, I just... Ignored that one, stranger. <laughs> yeah, the distributor sits on its side, off of the oh, head. Okay. Is it just like a little O ring or something? Right, but it's a it's a bear to get to. So I was just like, uh, well, that's uh, self changing oil right there. <laughs> a five cent part that takes eight hours to replace. That's the one. But yeah, this particular one, it's a little rough around the edges. But like, aren't we all? <laughs> If you wanted an AW11, this is like a good starter one, I would say. Maybe. You don't sound real confident. I don't know. <laughs> That's a I, good headlight switch. I guess I I guess I have the ability of of like helping you with that decision on whether this is or isn't a uh, a good purchase because I I did own one of these and I paid about $1000 less than this. And I feel but like how many years ago was that? Oh, uh, that was four years ago, five years ago. They're they're so tricky to buy because they they are expensive for what they are, but probably one of the just most joyful cars you could ever experience. That uh, it it kind of goes back to the Corolla thing where you know driving one of these is an adventure. Like you you got to ring them out to keep them up with traffic, and they are you know a little bit tricky to drive. For what they are but boy they're just there's it's one of those cars that could instantly make you have a better day driving it but uh they're starting to get to that point where they're hard enough to find and there's enough cult following around them that i feel like the price is getting higher than the amount of fun you can have with it 3500 seems i would say it's it's edging the border into that probably talk them down a little bit yeah and it's got a little bit more done to it than I would like, but nothing that's not, like, undoable. Rebuilt engine. In my opinion, some decent wheels on it, even though Cone hates black six-poke wheels. Boy, those are ugly. <laughs> I, if you, it's if got you a want, black hood. If you it's said, perfect. how could I make an AW11 as ugly as possible, I would say put black wheels on it with a modern style and paint the hood black. And they did it. Uh, when did the uh, T37 come out? Because I feel like... I mean, those aren't even T37s. Those are like advanced auto parts. <laughs> well, no, they said they were Koenigs. Really? Yeah. God, they just don't... They don't look nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's just your opinion. It is just my opinion. But it's very strong. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is that quick... a ramp truck in the background? Oh no, that's uh, a trailer behind the <laughs> This thing here is neat. So you see this circle on the door panel. Typically, yes. the door, the window crank is sunken into that circle. But on the power window models, they made this big circle thing 
that, that like bolts into there to hold the two switches for the power windows. <laughs> <laughs> it's so extravagant for what is usually a pretty simple vehicle. Alrighty. Well, I mean, I almost feel like cars like that are mildly interesting to most. Like, I think the MR2 is one of those cars that is only interesting to a very specific age range of people, which includes my dad, interestingly. So it goes back that far. And we're probably like at the end of that. But for us, they're very interesting. But for most people, they're probably just like, oh, look at that cool lady's car. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, if we go into the mildly interesting category, whoops, I clicked the wrong thing. Spoilers. How about this mildly interesting <laughs> automobile? Oh, well, that's a cool boy. 80s thing. It is a cool 80s thing. However, it is mislabeled. Yeah, I was going to say, they no. <laughs> no, no. This is a Subaru XT6. And I believe this would be like an 86, 87, somewhere in that range. Correct me if I'm wrong, Subaru fanboy Kurt. Probably. I don't know that much about these other than that they preceded the, the SVX. Right. This is the predecessor to the SVX, which is interesting because most people say, and even like the like the journalists when they write about the SVX, they're like, Subaru developed this unique, one-of-a-kind sports car to compete with the rest of the Jan Japanese manufacturers. Completely ignoring the fact that there was basically a first gen of the of the SVX, <laughs> mm. and it was this very strange nugget of an automobile. <laughs> Is there two of them right there? Yes. There are two of them. <laughs> <laughs> They're selling the one with the old lady in it. They are, <laughs> and uh, they're also selling for a friend, and maybe the friend's the old lady. I don't know, <laughs> but. Um, I, this is I've never seen one of these. I don't think I will ever see one of these, and it is mildly interesting to the point of which I don't know that I would ever own one. But if I saw one in person, I'd be like, neat. <laughs> right. I can't imagine the good. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, and it was also they also had the uh, the six cylinders option. Yep, this one, there's, um, this is a six-cylinder version. I think it's only like a 2.6 or 2.8. Right. The SVX is 3.3. But other than that, it's basically the same. Like, it's the flat six, it's or the boxer six, it's all-wheel drive, they're all automatics, and they're all coupes. And it's just this weird, quirky coupe that I don't even know what it was supposed to be competing with. It was available with the five-speed. Oh, was it? Yes. Interesting that you could get one of these with the five-speed, but not the next generation then. Because the 3.3 liter, they didn't. It, it, the none of their Subaru's manuals could handle the torque. Oh, we're just gonna reinforce that <laughs> meme. <laughs> <laughs> you could say that none of them ever were. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if this little hood scoop was something that they came with or something that was later. I think. Don't... No. I think it's they, stock. I don't know why they did that, though. Subaru. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was thinking maybe it, like, what is it, the Stereon? Like, maybe that's what this would yeah, go like, against? Like the Stereon, like the uh, Celica of the day? Like, it kind of visually reminds me yeah. of that generation Celica. A Celica Alltrack. 
but it has no rally pedigree. Like these things weren't rally; mm-hmm. they weren't race cars. They just they just made them to sell. <laughs> they made them to sell, everybody. Well, I, I say that it does sound like a weird statement, but like the Celica All Track, then it doesn't exist because they wanted to sell it. It existed because mm-hmm. they wanted to build a rally car. <laughs> yeah, this existed because somebody was like, "We need a sports car." <laughs> <laughs> was it this... her? Was she the one that said that? That could be her voice. Yes. 50 years ago. <laughs> uh, just, a, just a neat little nugget. For $3,000, you could own a piece of history that will be forgotten. Yeah, yeah, very much forget. Like, like the design isn't, like you said, it's kind of like, eh. Yeah, kind of reminds me a little bit special. of like the prelude of the generation, but not right. yeah. that good. <laughs> it, it's quirky, but not like quirky cool like the SVX is. Yeah, I agree. It's just quirky weird. So uh, you could see like the lineage, you could see where it came from, and and that does make it interesting that like the SVX was the end of the line for that. Like there was never again another Subaru interesting. That was good, good luxury sports car. And Kurtzmax, mildly interesting vehicle. Can I mildly interest you in a 1989 Mitsubishi Sigma? Air quotes rare. I've never heard of a Sigma. I will Neither believe that I. it's rare. <laughs> <laughs> um, apparently, this person also never heard of one, so they just <laughs> had to buy one when they saw it. Now they're going to try to sell it. Um, so, yeah, apparently, just a weird sedan? Mitsubishi four-door sedan is a four door sedan V6 that nobody's ever heard of. And it's left-hand drive, yeah. Yep. It's got, like, the typical 80s taillights. Yeah, the taillights that are sectioned off into rectangles. And, it's in uh, oh my. good condition. This, this AC control setup is amazing. <laughs> Look at the buttons behind the steering wheel. It's got a one-spoke steering wheel. It's got a one-spoke steering wheel with, like, a control panel sticking out of it. <laughs> the big oh. knob on the side. Gosh, the 80s were such a time of mistakes. <laughs> Or more up close floor oh, seats seats yes wow just wow look at where the radio is even that's so bizarre <laughs> it's got look at the shifter it's like joystick looking mm-hmm. oh yeah and that was the arrows with the speeds it's so top gun <laughs> yes <laughs> huh oh man and two set, volume one and two. Yeah, the service manual, yeah. Wow. Well, oh, there's like, it's a little roll top little thing to put your sunglasses in right there. Yeah, this here? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't notice that before. I, I want to know how this works. Like the graph of where the air is going. Yeah, I want to see it the looks, lights on. Kind of looks like there would be like little light up panels. Mm-hmm. Probably here? Just a little LED or LED, you know lights that just light up <laughs> the little guy's got a nose <laughs> <laughs> and he's not even sitting in a seat he's just floating yeah, there just floating there that's it's so cool because it's pro- it was probably so uncool <laughs> yes this this is one of those things where you take it because it, it was like 1700 bucks yep so you get this it's in it's almost immaculate shape um, take this, go get it detailed, and win Radwood. 
<laughs> right. Just what everybody wants to do. <laughs> huh. Downside is the overdrive is not working. Oh, no. <laughs> Did they forget about the button? Yeah, Did maybe they... they just couldn't find this button on the on the uh, the joystick shifter. It is out. <laughs> I think that means on, no? Wow. Wow, indeed. So cool at not being cool. Yeah. The coolest boring car. I just want to sit in those seats. I want one of those seats for my sim rig. That looks like it'd be comfortable <laughs> as hell. <laughs> Mild us away, ZK. What we have here is a brown 1983 Datsun 720 pickup truck. Brown. Brown. That's leaning yellow, too. Well, there's yellow and yellow brown. It, yellow and brown. It's the whole <laughs> nice, perfect 80s combo. Now that's brown. Look at that With carpet. With the brown interior yeah, and the brown nice. carpet. This is the cleanest interior of a, of a Datsun or Nissan pickup I've ever seen. That's why this was mildly interesting to me. <laughs> because these, as we discussed before, these little old pickups were used and... Oh, look at those seats. Abuse. <laughs> yeah, the little jump seats in the back. Yes, those used to be legal. Yeah. That's where you'd put your children. <laughs> that you didn't want to keep. Wow. This is an oddity. This is bizarre. <laughs> How is this? And the rest of the truck is not, it's not like a beat up, but it's not remarkably clean. Yeah, there's like a little dent there on the hood. And it was used. Like, yeah. But, but man, the interior just this is. picture alone. Perfect. My 2008 car is in that clean inside. <laughs> the exposed screws right there. Oh, it's got, it's the fancy model with the uh, wood on the dash. Mm. <laughs> Why they kept it doesn't it so even nice. line up. The texture doesn't even no. line up across the, uh, <laughs> the glove box. Wow. Yeah, if this was anything cooler, it wouldn't even be mildly interesting. It would be downright interesting. It's got the carpeted bed. Ooh. But instead, it's like... I like how like... it has the Nissan word across the tailgate, but it's got the debts and yeah, the badging. Yeah year one or year two of the the nissan rebranding mm -hmm. so they would put dots on there and be like hey 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 by the way <laughs> there's the seats in the down position yeah in case you were wondering if you were thinking wow you couldn't sit behind there that's because you sit sideways in them uh, that might be something that people didn't know <laughs> and there should be a lap belt there somewhere i think yeah there's a there's a receptacle yeah because right there. there's the yeah but if this wasn't an automatic, I might have actually considered buying this. I, I did go so far as to look up what it would take to swap in a manual. It's so not, clean. Not fun. <laughs> it's not that it's not fun. It's that it's, it's like you got to deal with drive shafts and stuff. But it basically takes the same transmission as a 240. Yeah. And every other thing, Nissan of that era. But, cool. Yeah. Weird. Weird in the way that it's this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> who, who, it's like, who keeps something like this this nice? Old people. <laughs> <laughs> End of statement. <laughs> <laughs> you darn kids don't keep your cars nice. Speaking of them darn kids, Cubes likes to yell at kids. <laughs> 
<laughs> Even though he himself is not actually old, he's just old in spirit. Weirdo Love is the title of this Cube's Corner. Weirdo, I'm scared. Weirdo Love. Monogamy isn't for cars. You can have loyalty to a brand or to a type of car, but uh, I believe that if you aren't interested in a great deal many cars, if you don't recognize and respect and, and love and appreciate the differences, the different approaches to engineering and design, then you're really, really missing out and stunting your own enjoyment of, of cars as a whole and even your enjoyment of what makes the car that you really love uh, very special. Just something to think about. Boy, that is... That's a really bold take by someone with the most, like, narrow taste in vehicles I've ever met. Cube <laughs> <laughs> uh, does like not... other cars, he just doesn't like to admit it. Yeah, that is true. Like, I, I get the impression he has a lot of appreciation for other vehicles, but there's a very set... In, you know, like style of vehicle that he would actually want. Mm -hmm. I think this the is also ooh, going back it. to the uh, the Volkswagen hoarders seem to get in a rut that is against what Cubes was saying here. Volkswagen, I need another Volkswagen. Look at that Volkswagen right, yeah. for sale. I only know these air cooled engines. That's all that exists. Were these, you know. Uh, jelly bean shaped German cars. <sighs> <laughs> or like truck people, like people that will only own trucks, people that will yeah. only own muscle cars. Get your import out of my car show. I only like muscle cars or, you know, old American classics. Yeah, it doesn't like have my, to be that way. My first thought was like the I'm a Mustang guy or right. I'm a Camaro guy. When in reality, the two of them are basically the same car. <laughs> yeah. I just lost a fan somewhere. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm going to say as much crap as Cubes gives me for my taste in cars, I think I'm doing pretty good with this, considering I now own a 2000s German car, a 90s Japanese car, uh, an 80s Japanese car that I guess is like half mine, a 70s Japanese truck, and a 60s American Ford. <laughs> I think I'm doing pretty good with the vehicle diversity. <laughs> Even if my dad's first response to seeing the Ford was, ugh. <laughs> After growing up in a Chevy-dominated family. But even he, like... He appreciates the, 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 the vehicle for, for what it is. It's still he's like he's still a cool old truck, even though it's a Ford, it's still it's still cool. It's just not something he knows anything about. I still love you, son, even if you are a Ford. Basically. That was <laughs> that's what it felt like. It felt like the same exact response to when I was eighteen or seventeen, whatever it was, and I was like, I want a Nissan two forty SX and he was just like don't you want, like, a Camaro? 
Don't you want like a Z28? I know all about those. I can help you with those. I'll be darned if when I got a 240, he didn't eventually fall in love with them, though. Well, I feel like the 240 is essentially like what you'd probably have as your old like Novas, like what they were when they were new. Like nothing exactly special, but kind of fun. Kurt is probably the best at this because I feel like Kurt came into like automotive enthusiasm without any well i guess your dad was a little bit gm sided but only through work right yeah that was mainly we only owned gm cars because he could get parts at cost if like anything went wrong right because uh, he, he worked for a dealership but uh, but yeah i mean even even when i was i i knew i wanted a fun car classic car quotes quotes um to have ended up with a corolla i i was certainly casting a wide net in that case um, but yeah, I never, I never really, I guess I never really came from a place of great knowledge about anything, like any specific brand or engine or whatever either. Uh, of course, now you didn't have a garage full of books, didn't knowledge. have a garage full of books or knowledge to be absorbed. And I, I don't know, I, I find that fun. It's fun. It's fun watching you like develop tastes with this stuff like when i first heard you talking about cars and like farlands or bust it was basically rat rods like it was basically <laughs> old american cars that you would ever talk about mm -hmm. and then suddenly corolla <laughs> <laughs> suddenly corolla they sneak up on you like that slowly <laughs> yes <laughs> oh, with great effort they do so yeah no i i definitely see that and even thinking about like oh what else would i own i certainly now knowing toyota i could i could it feels comfortable like you kind of know the ins and outs and their little quirks and what design choices they made um but i also i don't want to get pigeonholed into that either right uh, so yeah we'll see we'll see where i where this this wacky journey takes me no now you gotta own one of every year and a wagon <laughs> and a sedan and a coupe and a fastback and a No. No. All right, everybody. It's time for the best ads of the week. We are not going to let Kurt go three for three. If you would like to vote, in the video, there is a little circle at the top right with an I in it. And if you click on that, you can vote in the poll of who has the best, best ad of the week. And here is my entry this week. This is a 2000 Dodge Caravan Passenger. However, it is a custom, as you can tell by the fake California custom plate on the front. And is it ever custom? By the way, nice Corvair in the background, CK. Mm, nice yeah. second gen, yeah. Just getting some brownie points, really. Um, <laughs> look at that I, interior. I, I read the description. I, I know where this is going. <laughs> but look at the interior. They're, That's pretty uh -huh. cool. It's and like these are the caravan. front seats, right? Yeah, it's like and a that, caravan. And glass looks suspiciously close. <laughs> it does look suspiciously close. Oh, my. Uh, this is the 2000 Dodge Caravan Camino style, custom built, one of only one built, has factory options. That, that was literally rare. basically all it said. And um, 
wait a minute, that handle is still there for the... It is. <laughs> yep. The sliding door. The door, the door handle is still there. And... <laughs> it's basically the back door hatch and the rear quarters just scooted all the way up to where the back seats would be and then re-welded in place. And an F-150 rear end? I think... I think that's actually... Those look like F-1... Uh, I think that might the be the stock back head. end. Is it? Yeah. Because those just look a lot like the F-150 taillights of the era. Well, I mean, of that era. But no, yeah, that's... Uh, I that's guess they're like, a little shorter. That's the factory back end of a caravan, but... So do they just a... get a second hatch? Yeah. <laughs> Another caravan died for this. <laughs> Good. Good. Yeah, really. <laughs> not a huge... Not a huge loss there. Uh, also interesting, just there's this for sale, right? The same person at the same time is trying to sell a 64 Plymouth Valiant and a 57 T-Bird and a 67 Le Mans and a 73 Mustang and a 31 Ford Coupe. And this is the one that they chose to to lead their ad with. <laughs> like the rest of them all have like one picture. This one has all of the rest of the pictures in the end. Well, this is the one we're actually talking about, so maybe they, they know what they have there here. Right, they, <laughs> they got something special. $6,500. Yeah, that's, that's shocking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it wasn't boy. even like well kept or even seems no. like it was painted after they did the conversion. Yeah, really like, not. Yeah. And I like how there's still the uh, rear wiper blade on the glass. Right. Yeah, I like the <laughs> fact that the spoiler is still on there. The wiper is still mm -hmm. there. The, the license plate. Yeah, you can have two license area. plates in the back. But yeah, something about it, it just seems so... I realize it's bad, but it seems so well done. <laughs> as far as these type of things go, yeah. Yeah. And especially this interior shot really sold me. It was just like... <laughs> It looks so factory from this. <laughs> All right, Carche Mac. I know we've already had last week's van, but perhaps you want to get ready, as this ad says, just in time for Hempfest. <laughs> A 1977 Volkswagen van transporter wrapped 420 style for the Seattle Medical Marijuana Association. Yeah, that's real. It looks so like Photoshop. Oh, that's real. But it's no, real. No. It's very real. It's oh, very real. Oh, the windows. Oh, that's what I was seeing. Oh. <laughs> I thought oh, the windows thought... was like the background, but no, that's weed. <laughs> weed. Uh, Demonetized. Demonetized, yep. But it's uh, legal. Indoors. It's legal. It is legal here. Yeah, front... Got their web address. <laughs> <laughs> this could be yours. This could be your. It's a, it's actually not that bad looking, like of a condition of a van. And here here's yeah, the proof it's that it's wrap. not a Photoshop. Yep. Um, and then they even did provide a picture pre weedified. Ooh, the top. I didn't notice the top has yeah. a big. Ooh my. <laughs> Oh yeah, here's pretty pretty weed. 
Uh, this so is yeah, your actually, car. It looks this is like your car you... on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Episode title. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's the most Seattle thing you've ever mm. given us. <laughs> yep, it's so good. I like it in the description is. that it says that this car has a lot of history, and I'm just yeah. Like, I want to. What, what? I, I I don't want to know, and I want to know what that history is. Unfortunately, they don't remember either. <laughs> <laughs> as far as just VW vans, seventy one hundred in what seems to be a pretty good shape. Like I think sure. that's not too unreasonable. Thousand mm-hmm. dollar in a wrap that I guess you'd probably want to keep just for the lulls. <laughs> At least for a little while. Yeah. Although you might have uh, an interesting gauntlet of people like approaching you. Mm, yeah, yeah some yeah. Wanna... unwarranted attention. Right. I want to park it outside. People might think you're stocking something in the back. All of a sudden, there's a <laughs> knock on the door. Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> Although, quite a delivery vehicle if you were in the business. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Boy, the VWs just keep uh, keep giving for you. Mm-hmm. Just they. They like we we saw at the beginning. They bring out the the interesting subjects. And ZK, what we have is an '88 <laughs> Chevy C10 Crew Cab, bagged and bodied. I'm not bagging the ramp truck, ZK. <laughs> you better <laughs> one of these days. <laughs> so it's a Crew Cab Chevy uh, C30 body on a C10 chassis, apparently that is sitting on the ground is this the same truck yeah um there's different pictures of it in its phases this thing's got lineage but it's got like 22s on it and it's sitting flush that is and uh it looks like the top's been chopped a bit oh yeah oh yeah Oh, oh, I didn't yeah. even see it in that first picture when you pulled up the ad. It was like blending in with the house. I'm like, what am I looking at here? <laughs> <laughs> the back end just is because for some reason they didn't paint the tailgate area. Right. Yeah, I don't know what was going on with that. But this has apparently got a lot of history in it, or at least they've been working on it for the past 10 years or whatever. Yeah, there's so many... So many pictures of eras with this thing and so much metal work. Good lord. Yeah, there's a lot of metal work on this car. Like, this is high effort stuff. Well, let me just put the plywood in the bed. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) This is what what it started as. Don't tell me. Yep. That's That's wild. Started as sad. (laughs) (laughs) Huh. That's pretty crazy. I think what's sad is what I'm discovering is all of these like slammed big trucks, like all the like C30s or F250s and F350s. They basically unbig truckalize them. Like they put them on car frames or F150 frames or you know regular C10 frames. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, kind of. Uh, uh, against the appeal to me like I like the idea of it still being work truckable and being slammed but this they, is just those this, those do exist but like the full show ones like this are definitely you can't pull anything with this or 
put anything in the bed. Drive it. Or drive it, yeah. <laughs> you could, you could, I would totally drive this. I noticed that they didn't do any of the glass. Right. After after the chop top, they didn't do the glass, which you know, seems always, like a pretty major so, deal. <laughs> I've always wondered where the things that do chop tops, where they get the glass for those. Because I, I have seen chopped cars with full glass all the way around. I'm like, where, where, where do you it's order really that? Expensive. Is it just Lexan or something? No, I imagine that they're getting... Custom windows made. And it's got to be a description. It said something about that. I... We got a paragraph to get through here. I have a glass guy that quoted 600 to cut down the windshield and rear glass. So they cut down the original. Mm. That seems tricky. That's scary. Yeah. And it's broken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. 22 inch centerline smoothies. I like this era the most. This, this I'm on board with. This looks cool. Yeah. This doesn't look cool anymore to me. It's the same body though. Like it's just yeah, the only thing they chopped it. I, I oh, really I guess that like, is a difference between it. Is yeah, they once they it. chopped it, it really it becomes an art. Like this is an art piece now, and you know, art is subjective. So I I don't <laughs> happen to like this style of hey. art. But this, he says he's six seven and he still fits inside of it. This just looks it looks ridiculous. Like it looks like a regular C thirty that is sitting on the ground and then I yeah. like that looks so cool to Personally, me this is probably my favorite too. It's just Yeah, even the, the paint big, as it is. Right. The big dualies. Like I, I think mm -hmm. I've had slam dualies in the show before. Hey, we can bring back our another segment, because right there the fourth from the last line. I know what I have. He knows what he has. <laughs> What you have is a lot of metal and not much else. <laughs> and a 454. Hmm. I wish you should this go was find there. this episode or episode uh, issue of Trucking oh, yeah. Magazine. Yeah, that'd be cool. If they would sell me this. <laughs> see, just imagine see. that with a ramp on it. See, now I know. Now I know enough to be dangerous, so I know that this has already been c tantalized here because it's got five lug stuff on it. Mm -hmm. So it's 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 already no longer a heavy duty truck at this point, but it's still pretty cool. All right, there we have it. That's a wrap. That's a show. Who is the winner this week of best ad of the week? Make sure you vote. It's in the little notification at the top right. It's hard to find because. YouTube got rid of cards and everything that was useful. Basically, <laughs> the day they were successful. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Hope you enjoyed. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Weed. Weed.